Welcome to Beside the Burn for Tuesday the 12th of October. We're continuing on in our week of Harvest Thanksgiving. We're thinking about trees in the Bible. And today we're coming to a vision that Ezekiel had in Ezekiel 47 and verses 1 to 12. Now whenever we begin to read through these verses today, you'll see that it's a vision that begins with a river. But whenever we get to verse 7, the trees are mentioned, and that's our link into it. I'm also looking at this vision from Ezekiel 47 because it's very similar to the vision that John had in the book of Revelation in Revelation 22 that we mentioned briefly on Sunday, the tree of life and its healing for the nations and the 12 uh, crops of fruit that come off it each year once a month. So in all those ways, this vision is linked and I thought it would be good just to read through and to see what God is saying to us about these particular trees and indeed the river that these trees are planted by. And then also uh, this week, we're going to be thinking later on about Psalm 1. And in Psalm 1, we are likened to trees that are planted by a river. And these trees today are planted by a river. So you can see how all these things link together and will help us in our understanding. So let's read through and let's stop and examine what God is saying in each of the little sections of this vision. So Ezekiel 47 verse 1, the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple. So Ezekiel is being guided by a man here and he is being taken to the temple. And I saw water coming out from under the threshold of the temple toward the east for the temple faced east. The water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. So this water that is beginning to come out from the temple is going to form into a great river. It's starting here as a small little trickle of water. And it will then get deeper and deeper as we read on. And Ezekiel will measure the depth of it at each stage. Now, normally whenever a river starts off, it starts off as a little trickle in the mountains. And then lots of other tributaries join into that river and increase the volume of water and make it deeper and more powerful. But in this case... The source of the river is the temple. And there are no more tributaries coming into the river. So what we are getting to see here is that the source of this water, this living water, is from the temple, is from God himself. And nothing else is added to it, but it comes from the temple. And as it increases, all that water has come from the temple and is flowing out of the temple. So in a way, we're getting a little picture here of the Holy Spirit at work. The Holy Spirit is God and the Holy Spirit comes into our lives and our lives need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Not with other things that we add in alongside the Holy Spirit, but totally with the Holy Spirit. The source is God and this 
living water of the Holy Spirit comes from God and it increases in strength and force in our lives. So let's move on to verse 2. He then brought me out through the north gate and led me around the outside to the outer gate facing east. And the water was flowing from the south side. So the water continues to flow as Ezekiel is taken round the the temple and sees it coming out. As the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits and then led me through the water. So they're now going through this water that's flowing out of the temple and at this stage it is ankle deep. So not too deep. You're able to walk through it quite easily, no big problem. He then measured off another thousand cubits and led me through the water again that was knee deep. So the depth is increasing. It's now getting a little bit more difficult to walk through the water. You're having to wade through it because now you can feel the force of that water flowing. And as I said, no other tributaries have come into this. It's all coming from the temple. He measured off another thousand and led me through the water that was up to the waist. So now that we're waist deep in the water, you can certainly feel the force. It could almost knock you off your feet if you're not careful with the fast flowing water. So it's important that that we follow this pattern and we trust in God. So at the start, it's ankle deep. And that represents, I suppose, the first step of faith that we make with God. We take that initial step and we trust in him. It's small faith at this stage. It's a mustard seed of faith. But then it grows and grows. Someone has suggested that whenever it gets to knee deep, that's talking to us about prayer where we need to kneel in prayer and okay I think you can take that it's maybe a little bit too much taken out of it but but it's not a bad lesson to learn and then once we get to waist deep in the water well really we're fully in now there, there's as much of us in the water as there is out of the water whenever you look upon us if you're just walking ankle deep in water and someone looks at the scene what they see is us more than the water then whenever you get up to waist deep suddenly the water is everywhere and there's only a little bit of us protruding above the water so it's the water that we see and that we're taken by the holy spirit god's presence around us his power and his force much more than we are and we're being carried along by it Then verses 5 and 6, he measured off another thousand, but now it was a river that I could not cross because the water had risen and was deep enough to swim in, a river that no one could cross. He asked me, son of man, do you see this? So now God's Holy Spirit is flowing and powerful and nobody can, can stand up on their own. It's only If we go in now, we're being carried by the river. We're being directed by God. We're at his mercy and we're following him and what he's doing. Son of man, do you see this? Then he led me back to the bank of the river. When I arrived there, and here we go, here's the trees that we're mentioning. I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river. 
So this fast-flowing river, this water that's uh, the water of life, now has trees down each bank. And he said to me, this water flows toward the eastern region and goes down into the Arabah, where it enters the sea. When it empties into the sea, the water there becomes fresh. That's remarkable, into the salt sea water. But this water is so pure and so great in force and magnitude that the water in the sea becomes fresh because of it. And that's what the Holy Spirit does in our lives. He comes in and he takes over and and what we think is impossible, the Holy Spirit is able to do. What is impure, the Holy Spirit is able to purify in our lives if only we allow him. Swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. There will be large numbers of fish because this water flows there and makes the salt water fresh. So where the river flows, everything will live. Again, the Holy Spirit coming into our lives and where we allow Holy Spirit to work in us and to flow into us, he brings life to us. Fishermen will stand along the shore from Engedi to Eneglam. There will be places for spreading nets. The fish will be of many kinds, like the fish of the great sea. But the swamps and marshes will not become fresh. They will be left for salt. Fruit trees of all kinds will grow on both banks of the river. Their leaves will not wither, nor will their fruit fail. Every month they will bear, because the water from the sanctuary flows to them. Their fruit will serve for food and their leaves for healing. And there we have that link back to Revelation and the tree that we find there. Every month, the 12 times a year, the fruit is there and is produced. And that's a sign of a healthy tree. And that's all because the water is coming from the sanctuary. That the water comes from God, his Holy Spirit in our lives. Then enlivens us and brings new life to us. And we produce fruit for him. And that fruit that we produce will serve as food and for healing of the world. That's our calling in this world, to be following Jesus and to be bringing life to others. Let's bow before him in prayer. Lord God, we thank you for this great vision of Ezekiel. And we pray, Lord, that we might receive your Holy Spirit, be filled by your Holy Spirit each day. And as we receive life from you, that we might be a blessing to those around us, that we might produce fruit that others would see and would come to trust in you. And Lord, we recognise that it's important that we are trees that are, are strong and firm and can stand up against the storm. But we recognise as well this week that we need to be producing fruit and that others need to come to you through that fruit that we produce. Lord, help us now to produce fruit. Help us to examine our lives and to see what we can do. For Lord, we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.